babies. The body knows. The body knows what the body needs. It's it's very right, nice. You've only written that. these emails on the shitter, right? Yeah. Uh, I was at the bar today writing this. Ah. Oh, wow. You threw this at me. You said, hey, you at golf? I said, yes. And then you said, hey, can you throw an email together? And I was drinking writing this. I really enjoy uh, doing the emails because it makes me pay attention and learn some things about the sports world. And a lot of times I do do it at a bar for a uh, for a lunch meeting. Um, uh, today did not allow that. So I appreciate you going through. This is going to be terrible. Um, well, it's like a our- terrible news week. It's the worst it's, time of the year. It's the worst time in sports, yeah. which is my opening take. You great, son of a bitch. It was mine. Great segue, Rich. Well, you should have wrote the fucking email, Bobby. God damn it. <laughs> uh, it's the worst time in sports, so I posed the question. Am I going to have to start paying attention to the fucking Red Sox? I boycotted them weeks ago, but now they're winning. Brian Bayo is a legitimate young star for the Red Sox, young star pitcher, which they have not had since the likes of John Lester and Jonathan Pavelbon. Am I going to have to start paying attention to this fucking team? I didn't even know the home run derby of the All-Star game was on this week. Baseball is full-on fucking dead still, even with the new rules, which have improved the game. I've barely watched the lick of baseball this year. I really, really, really despise what Bloom has done with this team. They still don't have a direction. Uh, Brian Bayo's not his guy. Uh, he didn't draft him. He didn't bring him here. None of the guys that are playing are his guys. Um, but yet, uh, here they are uh, on pace for a 500 team uh, through the year, but on pace to make the playoffs if they can just keep it together. Am I going to start to pay attention to the fucking Red Sox? Because if they're good and fighting for a playoff spot and we're in the dog days of summer, I'm going to have to start paying attention to the fucking Red Sox. I'm going to have to do it. I'm going to have to do it. Because in my heart, in my heart of hearts, there's still a little bit of baseball guy in me. It's not completely dead. So I might have to. I might have to. (laughs) And that's depressing. That's depressing for me. I'm not going to like it, but I might have to. It's like when Ingrid sticks two fingers in your ass, you don't like it. You just go with it. How dare you? He prefers a thumb only. Because then that way the other fingers get to come around in in more of a reach around fashion. He likes the most bang for his buck. Makes sense. Yeah. I believe it's called the Shocker. Stinger, maybe. I don't remember the name. I've written memoirs. Mm. Uh, Bobby, your opening take. Well, to continue on your point, July blows, okay? For sports, all that's left is baseball, as you described. Not exactly the most exhilarating of sports. Basically, we're all dying for football to start to talk, hanging on any bit of Jack Jones news just so we can pick at that bone. It's We, we need something else to happen in the summer here, another sport maybe. Uh, let's just change when basketball starts. Let's have basketball be a summer summer sport, okay? Then we can have that then and then football in the fall. That's my suggestion. But in the meantime, we got another month to hang on until we get some better game action here. During COVID and the bubble, it was, it was proposed that the NBA push it through the end of July. And that would be fantastic. Start a month later. Start a month I would later. love that. Training camp comes in. Well, wasn't it? I, I thought I remember August. them saying that they should start their season at Christmas. That like Christmas well, should be like it, the opening NBA season. And then that would get them through to August. Yeah, that'd be fan- That'd be awesome. That'd be. Or here's really another one. Great. Start right after the Super Bowl. Week after the Super Bowl. Boom. I like the NBA on Christmas. Okay. I like the NBA games on Christmas on there in the background, or if you're lucky enough not to have to entertain family, you get to lay on the couch, hung over, and watch some games. I enjoy basketball on Christmas. Maybe that's just a traditional thing. Maybe it's a selfish thing. Yeah, no, I'm 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 with you. I, I think it's a nice thing too. to have then. And it just makes sense as like a a seasonal kickoff. Yeah. And 
and then yeah whatever truncate the season down a three weeks or whatever would end up being their straw stretch out that's it it'll probably never happen uh that drastic of a move but it would be ideal uh because baseball has fallen off so so much raymond your opening take oh thank you uh it's been a slow news week so i went on social media and see what bobby's been doing posting on there for tiktok because he is our social media manager and a lot of people are getting very, very upset with the, our comments about Jalen Brown, how we should trade him, and all this other stuff because he is unhappy. Lo and behold, this man hasn't signed yet, and his camp has come out and basically said that he should be treated like Jason Tatum. This guy doesn't deserve to be treated like Jason Tatum. There's a lot more to it we can get into later, but basically he is not going because he is a diva. That's what it's coming down to. He is that basic diva, the smartest guy in the room. He wants to be an alpha like we've said all along. This is why this guy's not signing. There's more to it that we're going to uh, get into later on, but I'm out on Jalen Brown. Just get this guy out of here. Yeah, I, I just don't think he belongs here. He wants too much. He thinks he's too much. The people around him think he's too much. Bye-bye. He's a principled man. Yeah. He's he a principled man. Yeah. Um, yeah, that might be the lead story. You might have to shake up your email a little bit here, Raymond. I understand you're a little drunk when you're writing it, so uh, no I was drinking problem, heavily. Yes, yeah, sorry. No and was that an IPA can I just saw there? That was a high nooner. Uh, peach, I've been, hmm. I've been drinking a lot of these, they're great. Keep I don't feel level, bloated, baby. I don't feel bloated. I still can't see my dick, but I don't feel bloated. Well, as long as you don't feel bloated, yeah, it's just about the feeling, it doesn't matter what's actually happened. As long as you don't feel bloated and there's no mirrors nearby. Yeah. There's no point in looking at something that is Dark side so of the rarely fruit, used. Dark Keep, side a chalupa. Chalupa. Keep a chalupa. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll be talking about that, certainly. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll I think we should start with Celtics. I think that is the lead story. I think Jalen Brown is still the lead story. We, we spent some time on it last week, but um, it, why has he not signed yet? So let's talk about that. Um, as Bobby mentioned, we are all just in a fever sweat for football to start. Uh, Ray has laid out some early, early, early season topics to, to run through here, which are always fun. Some division winners. Uh, we'll get kind of an early lay of the land as we look at the NFL's uh, training camp is about to kick off. Uh, the MLB All-Star game, like I mentioned, that happened. So mm. maybe we'll discuss that. Maybe we'll touch on that. And they'll get off the snide, baby. <laughs> uh, a would you rather and a simplest minds of the week. And as this is a kind of a crap, anything else that maybe we would have missed, just feel free. I think we should just yell it out. Anything that's Ray, would you rather horse face or a pony? Uh, welcome to Sumo Mind Sports Show Friday Rewind, July 13th. Welcome to the 14th, show. 14th, July 14th. Welcome to the show. Right corner, got him again. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you're welcome. Uh, devilishly handsome today, even with uh, Bobby's new room, which is not great. Um, if you are Nobody listening on your, <laughs> if you're listening, whatever uh, podcast venue you're, li- you're d- d- choosing to listen to us from, why can I not get this down? I need to write down what I'm trying to say here. What? Well, it's because we're simple minds. That's true. Yeah. Just keep it shitty. It's on brand. I, just keep it shitty. Uh, wherever you listen to your podcast, <laughs> please rate, subscribe, review, 
and uh, tell your friends, as always, tell your mothers, and tell them about Shanky Golf. That's shankygolf.com. Get 15% off all of your orders today with the promo code Simple Minds. I know we got a lot of golfers out there. Ray, uh, the biggest among us right now. Is that a fat joke? Uh, it wasn't, but I'll take it. Was it was a dual purpose joke because mm-hmm. it did also serve since you are fat. But you don't feel fat. You don't feel bloated. I don't feel so bloated. I don't feel doesn't bloated. Count. Nope. That's what you should tell your doctor. Uh, he's floating his titties hat right now, uh, which <laughs> again looks like Titleist with the it nice titties rope, but it says. I bet a life insurance policy for Ray would be highly expensive. Ooh, actually, funny story, Bobby. We had an adult conversation about this not too long ago, and I have the best policy out of everyone. Suck it. Do you? Yeah, Rich was very, very impressed with my life insurance policy. Good for you. Thanks. Good for you. Nothing like insurance fraud. Yeah. <laughs> I got a physical. I had to send it in. I'm fine. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Those, I mean, you know, dime a dozen for these insurance companies. They're, you're not dealing with the uh, brightest quips in the world. When well, yeah, they're... exactly. Now my problem is with insurance company and their fucking underwriting department. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you need to talk to whoever Ray's dealing with. Yeah, exactly. Can I get that just, policy so I can just, complain? Guys, no. You guys just need to take a side-by-side shot and go, hey, <laughs> what's the wrong with this picture? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see that premium drop immediately. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, but little did you know, the doctor let you know that Bobby, you have an immense amount of cunt running through your veins and that jacks it way, way up even more than Ray. Fair. Mm-hmm. You need I to get a pair of those shades and maybe some. I guess some, the, the uh, country you are, the more likely you are to get into an accident and die. Yeah. Then, and it spikes blood pressure and raises, uh, raises a uh, amount of enemies on your, on your list. So mm. that's why no one will insure me. Let's start with the uh, Celtics news, Ray. Sorry to shift it up on you here, but oh, I don't is, care. Hey, I just threw the... some stuff together. I yeah, let's go the with the last on this. So, why has Jalen Brown not signed? Let's dive right back into Ray's opening take. We touched on some reasons last week, so we don't have to dive into the reasons itself. But let's. Do- are we? Are, are, here's the question: Are you in or out on Jalen Brown, Ray? Why don't you just reiterate kind of what you talked about first, and then Bobby follow up, and then uh, oh, I'll go from there. Fully out on Jalen Brown. Um, so there's more news that came out with Adam Hickenbottom. What the fuck is his name? Whatever from the. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> we got a spitter again. I'm sorry. Something Hickenbottom. Hickenbottom. What is it? Hickenbottom is what we call Irene when she goes to West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Himmel's back. You Himmel's back. Idiot. Yeah. I'm sorry. Thank you. Uh, I don't know why I want to come back. Anyways, he came out. He came out and said that because Jalen doesn't have the eight years in the league, so there's not a trade hiccup. Like there's no not a no trade clause. Basically, he wants a fifth year option like Tatum has, so a player option, so he can buy back into the or he can determine where he wants to go if he wants to keep staying there for his fifth year or get traded or whatever, go out to greener pasture. And then there's a 15% kicker, like a trade tax that he wants. So if the Celtics do trade him, it's an extra 15% on top of that 300 and whatever million dollar max extension that he's going to get. So basically he's a greedy fuck. This is what it's all coming down to. He just wants the money, doesn't care about making the team better, making him better. He just wants the greenest of greens. Jalen Brown's a cunt and I'm out on him. From the simplest of minds on the panel, um, you can certainly understand where you're coming from. And I agree with a lot of that. I think there's a couple different angles that you could take coming from this. And Bobby, I'm curious to your opinion. I mean, I think the writing's on the wall. They have to make a move before he forces his way out and the leverage switches. 
So I kind of think that the Celtics need to be a little bit more proactive here. I think, I, I don't know what other information that they have, but I mean, publicly he makes it seem like he fucking hates the Celtics. Like he, and right now the leverage is in their hands where they could choose the trade and get the best deal for them. Once he starts to force his way out, you get stuck into a deal where you're getting a bunch of first round picks and roll guys. Like they need to get like a real starter back. And if, so I, again, I'm out on him. I'm out on him as a basketball fit because he's just a lesser, lesser player than Tatum is, but wants to be the same guy and they don't fit together. So I just think they need to make a move so they could get the best deal and be in the driver's seat. Yeah, it's interesting from a trade standpoint. So here's why it's tough on the trade. You're going to lose this deal no matter what. When you trade a player, yeah. Jalen Brown. Anytime you're trading the best player, you lose. You're going to lose the deal. So hard to do. Uh, we talked about it last week. If you move this, if you move Jalen Brown before he gets a supermax and then he's not eligible for it, tough to deal with around the league in terms of reputation, which they already have a tough reputation. From Jalen Brown's standpoint, let's remember that he's a vice president of the union and union guys. Uh, work for the union so he is going to get every single dime and every single uh, thing that's coming to him on this deal um in his mind or his agent's mind or in whether you know rightfully so uh, for future players moving forward that are that are in this union so that was always the knock on brady remember from from the players union he was always quote unquote taking less and they were you know saying you could go and set the market for players um so they're always pissed at him so Jalen Brown, as a principled man, as we know he is, and a v VP of the union, uh, that's probably in a large part why he's doing what he's doing, Ray. Maybe not just as a selfish asshole. He's not vice president anymore either, just so you know. Is he not? Oh, oh he is. I'm sorry. There's another vice president. There's two. Uh, he's there's the... There's like a dozen. There's yeah, a... The co-vice? Co yeah, they're... Yeah, because Grant Williams is also a president. There's a non-player. They don't mean the non-player president, and then they just name a bunch of players as vice presidents that they want as represent representation. Correct. Chris Paul is one, I think, still. No, he's. I'm pretty fucking sure he is, Ray. I'll bet you a billion dollars he's not, because I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell, Jaron Jackson Jr., Jalen Brown, Malcolm Brogdon, Bismack Biombo. Uh, Harrison Barnes, Grant Williams. All right, all right. no one gives a shit involved. about the VPs, but Jalen Brown is one. So there you go. Yes. yes. Um. So him going <laughs> for the best deal is not is not surprising to me. Um. From a Celtics perspective, that's tough. That's tough because he's not Jason Tatum. But you have to you have to think about it from a different couple of different angles. Look, this deal is not going to be what it is uh, even a year from now. It's not. It's going to be the richest contract ever signed in the NBA history, and then it won't be in nine months. So. These always change. These always get diluted as you move forward. Um, the cap will change. It's a lot of money. It will put them uh, in a different team building perspective, but they can't trade Jalen Brown for the reasons that I laid out, out front. You're going to lose the deal. You won't get better. And uh, you're going to really diminish your reputation across the league. So they can't they can't move him, and I think the the ill will toward with Jalen Brown and the Celtics, I I I would be willing to bet that there's not a lot of ill will between Brad Stevens and Jalen Brown's camp. I think that they're probably operating on a purely business standpoint at this point, and they've made that clear. Jalen Brown wants all of this, and the Celtics uh, want to protect themselves. And here's a little conspiracy theory for from the Celtics standpoint, and then I'll let you guys follow up. What we've learned is Jalen Brown cannot be traded for a year. Once he signs this contract. So are the Celtics 
dragging this out to get closer to the season. So next year, it, you're too close to the season for any team to trade for him. They've already established their roster. They're not going to uh, blow things up and and try to bring in a big star that close to the season. Could the Celtics be dragging it out to almost extend themselves two years with Jalen Brown, or at least have the option of two years with Jalen Brown? Because if he were to sign now in the middle of the offseason, it'd be a lot easier for a team to put the package together and trade for him. They push it out. They keep pushing and pushing, pushing. Where training camp starts for the Celtics, it's a lot harder to uh, to make a deal like that. Just a thought. I I agree with what you're saying, but if you push it out, wouldn't that fuck up what you're going to try to do with Tatum? Because he's going to be needing to be extended next year as well. No, the pushing out is just to push out the timeline in which Jalen Brown could be traded. So you're going to sign Tatum to that max immediately. There's not going to be any of this drama. As soon as Tatum's ready to sign it, you he gets everything. He gets like the July first thing that we were talking about. Like he'll be signing that July first. Boom, done, signed, no problem. What I'm talking about is, so Jalen Brown wants to sign this and get his fifth year extension, kind of like you described, Ray, which would put it a a a clock on it. The day he signs, he can then be signed a calendar year later. However, if you make that calendar year later in September. A lot there's not going to be as many teams willing to blow up their roster to go get a Jalen Brown at that time. So it basically gives the Celtics a whole nother year until the start of the 2025 offseason. You see what I'm saying? Yep. So they kind of give themselves a two-year window with Jalen Brown, which fits their financial um, restrictions. That would be when Tatum's new extension kicks in and Porzingis's deal uh, extension is up. You, yeah. look, you should look this at a two-year window financially for the Celtics, and then they're going to have to decide what they want to do with those three big-name players financially. I also think this is a lose-lose situation for the Celtics. I mean, if Jalen doesn't sign, it looks bad on the Celtics because why didn't you get this deal done? Why didn't you sign this guy? If the Celtics are dragging their feet, you know, and then saying, you know, we want to trade him, it looks bad for them because now this is another superstar that is an African-American that's out the door for the Celtics, and it's another black eye for the Celtics. So it's a lose-lose right now for the Celtics. Bobby? I think your theory is interesting. I think it certainly de-incentivizes teams to do it. I feel like in the NBA, if they really wanted to do it, they'd probably pull it off anyway, but they would certainly... It, it would make it more difficult. It would probably be something where maybe they're planning it a month ahead anyway, and they get it like sort it out but then like pull the trigger a month later if that's a possible thing but i like that idea and i'm I'm in agreement with you too ray lose lose for the celtics i don't know i don't i'm not i'm not as down on as a lot of people i'm more out on Jalen. yeah in an ideal world i'd love for the player to be in 100 and good to go um but really what this comes down to is jason tatum and his star power across the nba especially if you can take Porzingis and Jalen Brown and go out there and win a championship that that goes a long way. Even if you are still in Boston and fucks like Damian Lillard don't want to come here because whatever they have a reputation. Um, If Jason Tatum can start becoming a recruiter and bring guys here and you get a KG effect where guys don't want to come here, but then they get here and they understand what the, you know, what you get when you play for the Celtics, blah, 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 blah. Then yeah. You know, if you have Jason Tatum, you're always going to be in the hunt. In my opinion, you know, you got the honest card who's also a free agent coming up. So that's the other conspiracy theory that the Celtics are holding out for Giannis next year. Now that's a fucking team. <laughs> you put Giannis, yeah. put Giannis and Tatum together. Then yep. There you go. Tatum's an outside Porzingis guy. Porzingis quite lengthy. 
quite lengthy. I won't say it, Ray. I won't. I'll leave it. I'll leave that on the table. Were you going to say it's like Night at Irene's no, on Tuesdays? No, no, no. Yes. Mm. Yep, something close to that. <laughs> uh, Ray here, you had the uh, Celtics roster, which is kind of an interesting thing to go through if you want to do that real quick. Uh, so right now, your guards look like Derek White, uh, probably starting at point guard. Uh, Jalen Brown, shooting guard. This is your starting lineup you laid out here. Derek White, a point guard. Jalen Brown, shooting guard. Jason Tatum, Porzingis, and Rob Williams. Coming off the bench, your first three guys, uh, Al Horford, Brogdon, and Pritchard, followed up by O'Shea Brissett, their free agent signing, uh, Justin Champagne, Champagne, Champagne. Champagne. Uh, have they signed that guy yet? Yeah. J.D. Davidson, uh, who, who they just up, signed. Who pulled a Paul Pierce on the train, uh, summer league games. Did you see that? He got stabbed 11 times in the face? No, he shit himself. <laughs> ah, did he? He did. He had a little poop stain on the white short. Too, but anyway. <laughs> was that after his 10 turnovers? Mm, I think it was in the middle of it. Gotcha. Now, I don't see here the rookie that everyone's been calling the, the next Marcus Smart. Jordan Walsh. I'm yeah, you, sorry. You don't have don't cancer have patient there. Jordan Walsh. You have Blake Griffin, who is not signed with the Celtics. You're just assuming that he's coming back. I just I see this is when I was starting to ask for another drink at the bar. That 2K see. my way. I apologize. It's okay. I think you also missed the other free agent that they signed. And I don't I don't remember his name. If you I, want. Can't, I, I didn't know how to spell it. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Uh, and Sammy Buckets here to, to round things out. Uh, Bobby, your overall impressions of that uh, of that lineup, mostly the starting lineup, and then you know, your three yeah, three role I, players. I, eight I or first nine look rotation. at the starting lineup and think that that's that's a big team. Those are they're excellent size, big. That's my first impression, and I mean, yeah, I mean, can the starting lineup do things? Yeah, they certainly can. I mean, we know what Derek White blossomed into. We know about the Jays, Porzingis. I think he's an interesting piece. I'm looking forward to seeing how he plays. I mean, you don't get to watch most Wizards basketball. So, but, I, you know, once they, when they signed him, I went back and looked at some highlights and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, he he can play now. He's thicked out a little bit. So, but I mean, that bench, it's it's kind of woof. Um, they need some additions. I mean, as far as young players that have a little bit of juice, there's, you know, Pritchard, he's a younger guy. He can he can he can score. Hauser can shoot. Other than that, I don't know anything about a couple guys there. They need two two to three more bodies to fill out a season rotation. Something a vine knows best is size and thickness, and God that's what right, we just right. got. That's what we just got there from that. Started. I will comment yeah. on size and thickness on anything that you bring on this podcast. Word. <laughs> uh, Delano Banton is the. Uh, mm -hmm. free agent that you missed there ray the six nine point guard for the team yep. so um yeah i think depth in terms of skill is is a problem but in terms of bodies i honestly think they're fine i think they're okay now that can get iffy real quick in the front court between porzingis al horford and rob williams you got two guys that can't stay on the court traditionally and a 38 year old center so your front court can get thin real fast. I'd like to see Luke Cornett is another guy you've left off here. You son of a bitch, Ray. You fucking bastard. Leaving Calling Luke this Cornette. the Celtics roster is, is a lie. Yeah, Ray has apparently got 22. He's He was thinking football when he wrote this out. He's got a 54-man roster for the Celtics, rounding it out. Uh, but look, if those, you know, if you're down to Luke Cornett and Al Horford because Porzingis and Rob Williams <laughs> are dealing with tweaky tweaks in their ankles and their whatever, yeah, it doesn't look as good. But let me just scratch an itch what I've been hearing from these fucking Celtic bobos. 
I the amount of times I've heard over the last couple of weeks after the Marcus Smart trade of how much worse these guys are between losing Marcus Smart and Grant Williams. The Celtics are now in big, big trouble defensively and because of hustle. The Celtics media drives me insane. The mm. amount of inf- uh, infamous, infamous, the, the amount of infamous they put, that's not the word. Emphasis. Thank you. Idiot. Emphasis. Yeah, well. The amount of, welcome to Super Mind Sports Show. The amount of emphasis that they put on these on the role players that they uh uh that they romanticize their whole career. Marcus Smart, watch Marcus Smart go to Memphis and be the seventh guy off the bench. Watch that happen. Or it's his career going, died. It drives me insane. Did you not even watch the Derek White was the best defender on the team last year? Derek yeah. White. Mm-hmm. He was also your third best offensive player last year. He's mm-hmm. still there for a reason. Rob Williams is the only reason Marcus Smart won the defensive player DPOY. Sorry, Marcus. The only reason <laughs> he won that the year before. And if Robert Williams didn't get hurt like he always does, he would have, or at least should have, won the DPOY. So, and Grant Williams, give me a fucking break with the Grant Williams shit. I liked him as a role player. I liked him as your seventh, eighth guy. He could come in and bring energy, be a three and D guy, throw his body around. I get it. For the love of fucking God, you're worse now because you traded those two guys and got Kristaps Porzingis, whose only knock is he gets injured. Otherwise, he's 26 points, 10 rebounds, and six assists a game. It's at seven foot two. Yeah. I'll take that. If you can Wait. play 60 games a year, are you fucking kidding yeah. me with the we're going to be worse because we lost Marcus Martin, Grant Williams and replace him with well, in basketball? The addition, if you're subtracting two mediocre players and adding one great player, that's a win. Well, yeah, what are you going to do with Marcus Smart on the court? At yeah, time? Exactly. Marcus Smart averaged 10, four and five. How are we ever going to replace that next year? It's he just the heart and soul. He was fighting for every ball. He was taking last second shots when he shouldn't be. He was shooting three point percentage. That's probably the worst out of any Celtics in the on the uh, on the roster right now. Marcus Smart will not be missed next year. He will not. You guys will forget about him by the All Star break, guaranteed. Yeah, not to mention the yeah the heart and soul thing and the de facto captain and getting in the way of the leadership of Tatum and Brown and and finally letting them kind of take the team over. So. Whatever happens with Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown's going to sign. He will be a Celtic for at least the next year. I would bet two years, um, and we'll see what happens after that. Uh, the the uh, Marcus Smart leaving is addition from subscri- from subtraction, um, and also addition by addition, bringing in Porzingis. And did did people not forget Grant Williams was a, a a healthy scratch for the first three games of the playoffs, like. Look, say what you want about Joey Maz, but if they have a system, you got to bring the players in to fit it. And maybe that system fails you and you have to change at one point, but at least you got to you got to go for it. You can't try fitting square rods into round holes. I won't do it, Rick. I won't. Like a Tuesday at Irene's. I won't. <laughs> uh, speaking of qu- square rods, Ray, why don't you uh, take it over with headlines with the obvious one? Thank you, Richard. The Red Sox or are 48 and 43 uh, coming out of the All-Star break and start a three-game series with the Chicago Cubs tonight. Uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. of the Toronto Blue Jays won the home run derby. And did you know with the win, Vlad Sr. and Jr. are the first father-son duo to win the derby. Vlad Who Sr. Cares? did it 16 years to the day. 
The NL ends an eight uh, nine-game losing streak against the AL, beating them three to two Tuesday night. Elias Diaz of the Colorado Rockies is your all-star MVP. I don't mean to stop you, Ray, and I'm not sure if you're doing this on purpose as a bit or not, but even hearing you read about the MLB All-Star game is boring as fuck. I was actually thinking about the Bunt Derby. Just hearing you read about the results has almost put me to sleep. And that's not your fault. I'm just saying. Apologies. The Celtics were in attendance for John Wall's private workout (laughs) in Vegas. No contract has been offered to the veteran at this time. On this day in 1956, Boston Red Sox pitcher Mel Parnell no-hits Chicago White Sox 4-0 at Fenway Park. Larry Nasser was stabbed in prison last weekend where he will start uh, where we'll start now the price is right bidding of when someone will kill him. Larry Nasser was the doctor that sexually assaulted the U.S. women's gymnastics teams. Don't feel bad for this guy. And finally, Megan Rapino has reti- announced her retirement at the end of the Don't season. Don't make me mute you. Uh, no, I won't. She announced her retirement at the end of the NSWL season. And Bobby asked me in a text exchange, who would I rather have intercourse? Okay, yeah, I had to mute him because I wasn't sure quite where that was going. Uh, Megan Rapino is uh, retiring, and we'll leave it at that. A Hall of Fame career in women's sports with, uh, shall we say, spirited um, opinion towards politics and uh, the status of women's sports. Bobby, I cut my dick off. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, this has been Headlines with the Obvious One. Back to you, Richard. <laughs> it solves that issue. You're fine. I'll alter the question. I won't later. say anything. Jeez, calm I'll down. I'll alter Stop. the question. Please alter the question. Who would you rather finger bang? Oh, God damn it. My own butthole. <laughs> Fine. You know what the... Uh... Never mind. <laughs> hey. Last the only, ima- the the only image... You know what's fucked up? You know what's fucked up? This is the Simple Mind, this is the Simple Mind Sports Show, and it's really embarrassing to say, but I'm going to say it. And Ray's almost doing it right now. Out of that whole... Out of that whole uh, conversation... The only image I got out of that was Ray fingering his butthole and then going and then sniffing it. After that's the only image I got. I had the mm-hmm. image of when he cut off his dick and it went. Thank you. Can you use a bigger pen next time, please, Bobby? Thank you. It's a full size pen, Ray. You should be happy. Mm, thank you. Full size pen, as opposed to what? I don't know. I, I want know, like a thick sharpie. I want a thick sharpie. There. That's a mouse. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're off the rails there. Uh, speaking of chodes, let's talk about the Patriots and their. Uh... There you go. Is that a flashlight? Water yes, bottle. It was. Well, all right. Fair enough. Masked. It was a flashlight masked as a water bottle. Uh, right. Why don't you take this one over? Because it is very simplified and very simple. And you always try to fucking pigeonhole this conversation into uh, every year. You try to do this. You try to pigeonhole this fucking awards conversation into our podcast. And I don't give a shit about the MVP or who wins defensive player of the year or whatever. I don't. I was going MVP of the league, baby. I don't care. But fine, we can do it. This is your segment, producer Ray. Uh, Go ahead. All right. Well, we'll do it right after you send us a new email. Thanks. No, this is a three-minute segment. Go ahead. 
Oh, all right. Well, I was just, I was, no, this was like a roundtable discussion. I just wanted to know what you guys think. Is there any sleepers that you think in the NFL this year that's going to be like, holy shit, this team's going to like the Chicago Bears? Do you see the Chicago Bears making a leaps and bounds kind of thing? And Jalen Hurts is, I would say, he before you answer, Bobby, would you like to spend more than two minutes and uh, 45 seconds on this? Yes. Ah, yeah. Damn it. Fucking losers. Okay. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, <laughs> we'll be right back with uh, lame-ass NFL talk. See you in a sec. You want to talk about MLB? For continuity's sake, uh, we're coming out of the headlines here, and we're going to talk a little NFL Patriots predictions because uh, that's what's here, and that's fine, and that's fine. Oh, Ray, you you're going to you change your fucking tune, didn't you're you? You're going to get your well. I'm uh, I'm an American, and democracy rules, and I was outvoted. So that's, you. that's very big of you. I know. Thank you. Uh, I'm awesome, and you guys are fucking losers. So we're going to talk <laughs> about. <laughs> we're going to talk about the NFL, right? Tries to pigeonhole this shit in every single year. Tries to talk about the awards, MVP. Uh, it's July 12th. So we're going to do a little uh, early season NFL talk uh, round table, as Ray would put it. I'll throw it over back to you, Ray. Just one more time. Can you introduce the, uh, the segment and what you'd like to talk about here? I was talking about, it's obviously the worst time of year for sports. There's nothing on TV unless you want to watch Cornhole or fucking uh, whatever. Mind watching darts. Yeah, of course you don't. That's what they called Irene that Tuesday night. So we know Rich. But I was no just saying, doing all the jokes yeah, here. No one said a damn word, Ray. Well, I, I, don't ha- I don't have to. It's just like you hear it in my ear like all the time. So anyways, I was just saying if there's any predictions that you guys wanted to go. Is there any sleepers? Is there any darlings we want to talk about? Is there any uh, who you think is going to win the divisions? Who's going to win the conference championship? Who's your Super Bowl predictions? It's just one of those things where you can talk about because there's nothing else to talk about about sports right now. That's all. Bobby, go ahead. Well, uh, you, uh, I would say when I went through and to put five minutes thinking into this, I almost picked all of the same division winners. And But uh, every year it's different. There's uh, the, the it, I, it turns I, I, over I, by like a third. So I had to go through and like rethink it. When I went through the AFC, I think it's going to be the same. I think it's going to be the Bills. I think it's going to be the Jaguars. I think the Jags are a lock. I think the Chiefs are a borderline lock. I think the only thing that could flip would be the Bengals out and Ravens in. But then, so I think there's going to be a lot of turnover in the NFC because there's always turnover. I think that's where it would be. I think you could see the, maybe, maybe the Eagles fall off. You see the Cowboys get in. I mean, the the NFC South, who gives a fuck? Any team could win that division. Uh, I think you're going to see a new team win the North. And I think probably the West as well. Raymond? I, I just... Football is one of those things where it's there's no parity really. Like when it comes to these things, injuries happen all the time. I'm, obviously, Super Bowl champions repeat, or the Chiefs are always that darling now that are going back to the uh, AFC Championship game. But it's one of those things where someone could get hurt and derail the whole season. If a quarterback gets hurt, like if Mahomes gets hurt, who's going to take over the West now? Now it's a crapshoot between uh, Russ Wilson, Jimmy G, who will get hurt, and uh, Justin Herbert. So it's one of those things where I love looking at this to say, hey, this is who we think is going to happen, and then go to like the midway point after week eight and say, holy shit, we thought 
blah, blah, blah was going to be dominant this year. And look at now it's the fucking Detroit Lions going into win the NFC North now. That's all. That's all. Did you, did you mean to say the NFL has does have parity? Not with championships. There's just a lot of teams that do have some parity, but there's a lot of teams like that will fall off. Like, uh, do you like, know what parity means? Are you, yeah. are you 100% sure you know what you're saying when you say the word parity? Yes, because I don't think the now Eagles. Now the I don't think the out. Eagles. First, I don't think... seem like you wanted this segment. Now you're picking it, well, look, the fuck apart. <laughs> well, I'm not talking about football. I'm just shitting on Ray's vocabulary. So you just said the, teams I don't think have the Eagles, parody. I don't think the Eagles will go back to the, the, the NFC Championship game or the Super Bowl. So, so I don't the think NFL they're going to win the division. Does have parody is what you're trying to say. Yes, not, but with Super Bowl champions is what I was trying to say. Don't feed like, into it, Ray. Don't fucking feed into it. Stop. No, it. I do this well, all the time. every week. I go. I just take it right in the nuts every week. Look, so. the NFL. Uh, has been touting parody for a long time, but there's never really been a lot of parody in the NFL. When you look at it, there are, are dominant teams that go through their uh, eras of dominance. And that's been the, the, that's been the case forever before free agency and with free agency, you put it, you put a good team together. Generally they're good for three, four, five years, and then they f- tend to fall off and somebody else comes up. Um, th- that's why the Patriots are such a different story over Two, three plus. generations of NFL football players, they were the dominant team in the league. Um, that's why they are, you know, historically what they are. But, you know, the Steelers from the 70s, the. Uh, but what I'm saying Niners is the, the people 80s. that went, what I'm saying is, yes, the Patriots were dominant, but look in the NFC. You had one year the Eagles go play them, you had the Panthers go play them one year, you had the Rams who were that dominant force play them. It was never like, oh, the Patriots are going into a rematch, kind of like the NBA Finals. It's always. It was Golden State and fucking Cleveland for all those times. Now you have, yeah, you'll have that one dominant team, the Chiefs. But the NFC, it could be anyone's fucking time to go to the championship game is pretty much what I'm saying. Yeah, that's true. The NF- NFC has been certainly less um, uh, less dominant-centric uh, in these years. But if you go back to the you know 80s and 90s, it was the 49ers and Cowboys, and that was it, right? So, uh, But who was it on the AFC side? The Bills get their face kicked the in every were, year. In the, in the, the Bills were there for four straight years, as we know. Yes. Um, the Steelers before that were were the team. But you're right. You know, the last call it 20 years, the NFC has not had a dominant force like we've seen in the Patriots and now in the Chiefs, which mm-hmm. you could say are on the cusp of on the cups of being that dominant force. So I'll just I'll give you a little bit of my answer. I actually I'll sh- shift gears here because your first is the AFC East, which is more of what I am interested in more what I'm concerned about uh, Bobby of the bills winning it. I think that's the conventional pick. Uh, we'll stay away from the Patriots here for a second. Do you give the jets or the dolphins any sniff? No. Why? Yeah. I think the jets will just implode with Rogers. I don't think he can play a whole full season at that, at that level. And I, I don't think that the jets coaching staff is particularly good. Their offensive coordinator is Hackett, who was a hack in green Bay. Nice. So Nice. And the same thing with the Dolphins. I think that they're they're, they're bringing back the same team. I, I I think they're you know they're they're a good team. They're not bad. They'll win games, but I don't think they can win the division. Here's the only pushback I give you on the Dolphins. And Ray, you know what I think of the Dolphins. They are a trash organization that will pile up their piles of trash to get in the way of their team um, to spite their nose off their face. However, Vic Fangio is a difference maker. He is one of the top defensive coordinators, if not the top defensive coordinator in the NFL. He's given the Patriots fits. He will give Josh Allen fits. Um, that will be if the Dolphins make any move, that will be the reason why. But the big your biggest question mark there is Tua. 
which is a massive fucking question mark, who's backed up by Mike White. So Mike White the Great. Watch out, Brady. Watch out for here comes Brady when Tua goes down. Just keep your eye out for that shit. Because that's the only impediment for the Dolphins, I think, from taking over the the with Vic Fangio there to lock down that defense, it might just be enough to overcome the the mountain of trash if they have solid quarterback play. There's enough talent there if they have solid quarterback play. I don't think they will, so I don't give them a sniff. I'm with you, Bobby. Aaron Rodgers to the Jets is as perfect as it gets. A guy that doesn't give a shit with an organization that doesn't have a clue, that's great. They'll probably come in last again. Yep. Now you're down to the Patriots and the Bills. And Stephon Diggs not being happy there. Josh Allen with his shaky eyes and block head um, and more talent than you know what to do with versus Bill Belichick and an unproven Mac Jones. Raymond? So who do you have winning the division? I just asked you. I have the Dolphins. I have the Dolphins winning the AFC East. Again? Do we have J- to do this? Do we have to do this again, Ray? Yes, we do. Because Jalen Ramsey is going to be the difference maker this year. Oh, you fucking idiot. This is this is why I don't like this. Doing is why this is, be- this is why it's beautiful. This ESPN is why this is beautiful. Hire you. you sound like a dumb fucking ESPN analyst. <laughs> Jalen Ramsey. Go ahead. Sorry. I didn't mean no, to say I think that. I'm sorry. Tua, I'll beep all that. No, no. If Tua can stay healthy, I think obviously he's the driving force, but I think Jalen Ramsey is going to be a force on that defense. What's the biggest problem we have against the Bills? We can't stop Stefan Diggs. Jalen Ramsey can. I think the Dolphins will do it. Jalen Ramsey hasn't stopped shit in like three years, so I don't know how that's going to happen. Well, we're going to see it. I guarantee it. What's the biggest problem we have against the Bills? Josh Allen running the ball down our yeah, throat when he doesn't for throw two touchdown straight passes. Games. What, whether you think Jalen Ramsey is the difference maker in Miami? I think he's going to be one of them. Yes. Maybe, maybe I don't see it, but. I I think my answer was more on the nose. I think the scheme and what they're able to do with it, maybe that puts Jalen Ramsey in a good position and you can take that and run with it if you want. But I don't see it. The Dolphins are a pile of trash. They are a, are a pile of trash, and it will get in the uh, way. Your hate for that troll that lives under the bridge is in your head, and that's why you don't like the Dolphins. That has nothing to do with it. That has nothing to do with it. You know I'm right. You know I'm right. Well, this is why this is beautiful. We'll see what happens come midseason. See who, you've said uh, this like, you've said this oh, like it's in the ledger. three or four years in a row. You and Bill were so fucking high in the Dolphins for the last until last year because I talked you out of it, and here you are again, right back at it because a Jalen Ramsey were six and one, and then two of fucking went. They're like, six and one every year. They were eight <laughs> and zero. Yeah, two of fucking ago. got every two died on the field. Year the Dolphins are the new darling of the NFL, and then they shit their pants full of dumpster trash that the organization feeds them because that's what they are every single year. I don't see any difference making there other than Vic Fangio if their quarterback can stay healthy. Those are two big question marks. So, no, I don't see him getting there. So, who do you have? I have the Patriots. You fucking 12 wins, give me the division. Hope you're right. (laughs) You shit down my fucking throat and you just go Patriots. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Moving on. All right. The Patriot, the only I've given you, well, I've given you this prediction. This is why it's a this this is before they get Dalvin Cook and DeAndre Hopkins. Then then it bumps up to 14 wins. They might go undefeated. I was gonna say 17 and 0. Your only 
your only major question mark is is Mac Jones. If you put a bona fide top 10 quarterback, what someone would mm. consider a top 10 quarterback on this list with a name, then people would have them uh, rivaling the uh, the Bills for the division. Oh, is our secondary going to do this year? I think the secondary I think the secondary will amoeba their shit just like they always do. And if they have to bend, don't break, then they will. And they'll keep teams at 24 points. And if Mac Jones can figure out how to Jack score Jones is going to play points, this year, and then he's going to go to jail next year. It's fine. Pew, pew, motherfucker. Pew, pew. I think, okay. the look, whether they're going to win it or not, I don't know. But I think the Patriots have probably, out of the Jets or the Dolphins, I give the, the, the Patriots a better chance to dethrone the Bills than the Dolphins for all the okay. reasons that I've laid out. Okay, very good. Not Jalen. I agree with that. Thank you, Bobby. Uh, do you want to go anywhere else with the conference champions? So you want to do uh, who's going to the Super Bowl? A quick sure. prediction. Sure. Go ahead. Bobby, who do you see going into the Super Bowl this year? <laughs> um, <laughs> If I had to choose, give me the Chiefs versus the 49ers. Ooh. You see the, the 49ers being the one seed out of the uh, NFC? No, but I think they get there. Okay. Very good. Uh Richard, who do you see? Uh from the NFC. From the NFC, it is a wild card out there. It's it's pretty wild. Who do they have starting in San Francisco? Purdy? Purdy. Yeah, he he's uh ahead of schedule right now, that elbow injury. Good for him. The three headed Lance Purdy, and then uh who's the other guy? Um Sam Darnold, who's yeah, going Darnold, to start yeah. the beginning of the season, possibly. Um, I have I'm gonna jump on the train of not believing in Kyle Shanahan, and I think he's gonna really earn his reputation as a guy that uh, tends to blow it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not gonna go with with them, which tends to limit the field as top end talent. So you gotta look at the East and the Eagles. Uh, I don't believe in Dallas. I will never believe in Dallas until they do it. Uh, you got nobody in the South that's doing anything. So then I'm going to go to the North and I'm going to get a little spicy. I'm going to get a little spicy. I'm not going to take the easy pick in the Eagles. I know I'm gonna going to take it this. to the North and uh, the real spicy pick, real spicy pick would be Detroit, but I don't see that happening. So I'm going to give you a late incoming Super Bowl pick in the Minnesota Vikings, finding their way through the, uh, the mediocre NFC to take on the Patriots. <laughs> it's going to be a good year in New England. Wow. You are. And I'm the ho- How am I the homer of this show? Mac Jones versus Kirk Cousins, baby. Future of the NFL. Jeez. Oh, my God. Go ahead, Rick. I got Bengals 49ers, and I have the Oh, Bengals. weird. It's the same pick you've had for the last three seasons? Yeah. The top five quarterback in the NFL is going to lead the way, and Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are going to fucking uh, gritty all over the Super Bowl. Cool, a lot of parody in the NFL. A lot of parody in the NFL these days. Uh, and who's your MVP, Ray? Joe Burrow. No surprise, Bobby. Mahomes. Cool, uh, Mac Jones. Uh, quick break, and we'll be right back <laughs> uh, with maybe uh, a baseball talk segment. Sure. Skyrockets in flight. Woo! Afternoon delight. Whoop. You guys have it, I think. Huh. Afternoon delight. I don't know, Ron. That sounds kind of crazy.
Yeah, quickly. Very quickly, the MLB All-Star Game, The this is what you wrote. The best part was the kid getting knocked out by Vlad Guerrero Jr. in the home run derby, right? Yeah. Please explain. They're, they're doing the home run competition, and obviously they have kids out in the outfield shagging balls in case they don't make it. And this one was 115 miles an hour off Vlad Guerrero Jr.'s bat, and the kid thought he got it. He did right off the noggin, fucking knocked him out cold. Haven't heard about the kid anything since then. I don't think he's dead. Why are you but... going to put a kid out there if he can't fucking catch? That kid looked exactly. out of his league. He did look very young. Look, Bobby, you didn't play baseball, but it's a I very... did until majors, and then I stopped at Babe Ruth because I couldn't fucking hit. So fuck you. <laughs> the, fact that you the fact that you remember there was majors and minors in Little League just – Proves the point. You didn't play baseball. So they, they, it's a very simple game, okay? See the ball, catch the ball, hit the ball, throw the ball. This kid missed a piece of that. He saw it <laughs> all the way in. He just forgot the catch part. And it's interesting we haven't heard from him because at 115 miles an hour, right to the temple, that's a kill shot. That could be a kill shot. So we might get some bad press from this. But He's not dead. This funny. kid's obviously got a very thick skull. He's, <laughs> He's up. He's up and walking. It was uh, it was funny and and the best part considering I didn't watch any of it. It was the best part I saw. That was the best part I saw. I was when I texted you that I look at my phone and I saw you know results from the home run derby and I was like, is this like a preview for this year's home run derby? Nope, they held the home run derby on a Monday night. This is how you know baseball is in dire straits. They're holding shit on Monday and Tuesday nights to they try and get that. the low ratings of the fucking uh, uh, TV. They do that every year. It well, is pretty funny. Suck. Well, do you want to hear another funny thing? So all I saw on like the betting things on like Instagram and TikTok and all that was like, oh, Derby winners. Who's who do you think's gonna win the Derby? I thought they were talking about horse racing. <laughs> How did Alex Verdugo do? Mm. He didn't make it. He didn't make oh. it. That is the Red Sox top. I do pay attention to the Red Sox topics. Alex Verdugo is real butthurt that he didn't make the All-Star team. The only Red Sox to make it because this is how bad the Red Sox have fallen. Baseball initiated this rule years ago that every team has to send a player to the All-Star game. The Red Sox fell into that group this year. Normally, they're sending five or six players. Actually, four of their ex-players from last year made the team. Oh, this year, Kenley Jansen, their closer, who's not even that good, was given the pity bid, and uh, Alex Verdugo, who's had a decent season, was all pissed off about it. He'll be traded by the trade deadlines. Who gives a fuck? Maybe. I doubt it. I don't think Bloom has the balls. I don't think he has the balls. And sell, sell, sell. You got to build up that minors, uh, minor league uh, system that you got going on. He's a big buy and sell guy. He wants to uh, really toe the line. Right. All I heard today was Shohei. Everyone, we're gonna go get Shohei. We're gonna sell. We're gonna trade him Marcelo Mayer for fucking Shohei Atani. Mm, no, you're not. Saw that deal today. So it was Brian Bayo, Mayer, Cassis, uh, the I forget the guy's name, the outfielder, um, in in their system. That's their best outfielder, and some pick for Otani. On a on a rental, he then would then have to re up with the Red Sox. Here's two reasons why that's not going to happen. I'll give you three reasons why it's not going to happen. Angels number won't one, do it. Number one, it's not enough from the Red Sox. Those players aren't good enough. Number two, um, the Red Sox are not going to pay him. They're not spending the money right now. Number three, even if those two things are true, a line from Superbad, how does it go? He doesn't have the balls or <laughs> how does 
How does McLovin say it? You don't have the fucking. You don't have the. Uh, oh, when they're talking about taking the, you don't have the. Oh. Yeah, you don't have the skills or the fucking meticulous skills to fucking handle that. <laughs> when he's talking about <laughs> cutting his face off, yeah. Yeah, but Bloom doesn't have it. He doesn't have the balls. He doesn't have the skill. He doesn't have it in him to make that kind of deal. He, he's living the in the gutter either, trying I'm to sure. find mm. trying to find the fucking uh, best of the worst, which is uh, at its best, mediocre, which is what your team is. There you go. He's doing a great right. job then. <laughs> Cut that out. That's your perfect description of the Red Sox. Heim Bloom is the best of the worst, which equals mediocre, which is the best you can hope for from the Red Sox team under Heim Bloom. Okay. I, like I just it. summed it all up. You know what? I don't have to watch the Red Sox. I just, I just summed it up right there in 10 seconds. I like it. Talk to me in October. That's exactly what they'll be at the end of the season. Okay. Quick break. Would you rather? I haven't looked. Hold at- on, hold on. You don't have the technology or the steady hands to pull off a procedure like that. Thank you. I'm going to cut that and dub it in when I try to say it. You're welcome. Did you look that up or did you remember it? I looked it up. Yeah. That's fine. Don't judge me on these would you rathers either because, you know, I was at the bar. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Some of them just aren't would you rathers. Yeah. First of all, you just didn't follow the protocol well if it says marry fuck kill that's not what you read <laughs> i, think, I like di- that though i like that question. different segment it's a good it's a good question but um first of all i'm gonna 100 judge you and second of all yeah you got it all wrong so uh here's the first one in the afterlife you can only hang out with the people that went out the same way you do <laughs> this, is, this is the first time you're reading any of these on purpose and <laughs> To read the way Ray thinks is fascinating. (laughs) Listen to this. Listen to the sentence. Because this is what the thought you had in your head, and then you just wrote it down. Nope. In the afterlife, you can only hang out with the people that went out the same way you do. How are you going out? (laughs) No question mark, Grammar Guru. You can only go out the same way you do. (laughs) How are you going out? First of all, it's not a would you rather. Second of all, how does that? How does how you die determine who you're with? That's the question. I think what he's saying is, if you if you die in a snowboarding accident, then you only get to hang out with people that died doing snowboarding accidents. I'm reading it as I get to hang out with everybody ever who died doing snowboarding accidents. Yes. 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 Okay. So why are you confused? Because you could also read it like in the moment of that person that, that went out the same way you do. You could. That's how I read it initially, and then I reread it as, ever, two two against one's bitch tits. You're the idiot. Okay, so I I don't know. Um, I'll take cancer so I can hang out with basically anybody I want. <laughs> I was gonna go heroin overdose. Some okay. of those musicians and actors, they seem like they're fun. Yeah, yeah. What kills the What kills the most people? What's the, What kills the most? What's the number one killer? AIDS. Should give me eight. <laughs> you don't want to hang out with those guys, Bobby. Freddie Mercury and the crew. I think uh I think it's heart disease or, or cancer is gonna take the take the oh, you took cancer. Then... Give me you give took me heart this disease. Fucking, you went down a rabbit you went down the wrong it was a badly worded question. It was a... <laughs> All right. And I, I like this next one. Thank you, Bobby. Uh Mary Fuck Kill, you all know the game. Italian food, Mexican food, Chinese food. Go ahead, Bobby. 
Uh, Chinese food uh, gets the old Ho Chi Minh shoot a load on your chin. They're out. Okay, I'm killing Chinese food. Um, I am going to may I am going to absolutely marry Mexican food. That comes home with me every night, and then I'll occasionally dabble in a lasagna. Interesting, Raymond. I'm I'm on the same fucking pathway as Bobby. I fought, I'm not going to repeat what he said because that is just beautiful. <laughs> well done. Uh, I'm gonna have to. It, it, it logically makes sense. I could easily agree with you. I'll switch it up just for the sake of the uh, of entertainment here. I will uh, now. I'll take it from this. I, I think you all went from a purely enjoyable standpoint. I'll take it just from more of a day to day practical standpoint. I'm gonna kill Italian food. So if you have to eat that all the time, not gonna go that well or long or long. And I'll. I'll marry the Mexican. That makes the most sense. And I'll have Chinese as my dabble. Oh, oh salt in the uh, uh, Chinese oh. foods. <laughs> well, I think you can go a lot of different ways in, in Chinese. You can you can go. Yeah, fine. There's a lot of fucking salt in Chinese food. Uh, <laughs> he's like, I don't have to defend Chinese food. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. You know, Ray doesn't actually like Chinese food at all. He won't eat it. Period. Yeah, I mean, I don't like it. I don't want it. Like, other than like, <laughs> you know, you, General Sao Chicken, like you're in uh, college. Like, other than that, like, I don't. Eh. Yeah, you're an asshole. Thai? Thai, yeah, that's that's better. Much better because usually like Chinese restaurants are, you know, they're like, gar it's like garbage fast food almost. Yeah, like Thai restaurants oh, are usually don't like. don't know Chinese food. You just don't know Chinese food. You got the ribs, you got the uh, fried rye, you got the lo mein. It, a lot of it is close to the time. Why don't you marry Chinese food if you like it so much? Yeah. A lot of salt. A lot of salt. A lot of sodium. A lot of salt. Here's your other one. If your bed sheets were made only of deli meat, what meat would they be? <laughs> oh my god! Now, can you eat them? Is like the idea you eat them, or you, have, you have to sleep in them all the time. Whatever's the least greasy. comfortable. Can, uh, the smoke, smoked turkey, because it's not greasy. Ooh, but you're gonna smell like smoke every morning. That's fine. At least I'm not waking up all greasy, like I'm getting out of a roll of salami. Well, you fucks are going to be living in that Italian food and Mexican food all, all day. So you, you got nothing but grease. <laughs> I'm going to be all salty and swollen. Uh, <laughs> what deli meat is a fucking bed sheet? Wow. I'm going gabagoo. Because <laughs> A, I love to say it. B, it's not bad. And C, if I'm when I'm going to bed, I'm going to say, hey, I'm going to go to the gabagoo. Good night. Okay. That makes sense. Um, I'm not going ham and I'm not going like a straight turkey. Those are slimy. What deli meat's not slimy? Can you go cheese? Does it, does cheese cheese meat, meat you idiot. Fine, meat. fine. It's part of a sandwich. You fucking sandwich Nazis. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to go. I'm going to go a. Uh, I'm going to go a hard salami. Just roll it on. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Uh, if you got one time pass to commit any, if you got, if you got, if you got a one, one time, time pass, time pass to, commit to commit any, any crime, crime, what crime, what would, it crime be? would it be? Maybe I'm not the idiot. I'd rob the world's biggest bank. Yeah, I just robbed. Oh, I bank. think we've done this before. We've done that one before. Moving no, on. No one would ask that question. Well, no. What's your crime? Raymond? What's your crime, Ray? Oh, fucking murder for sure. <laughs> that's not, that's not a fucking hesitation on me. 
Guilt's not an issue for you? Mm-mm-mm. No religious, no religious beliefs getting in the way of that. <laughs> and you know who you'd kill. Mm-hmm. And are you single after this? No, I'm still <laughs> married. I'm still married. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Is yeah. my wife single after this? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, who? <laughs> Who would win in a fight? A Navy SEAL versus toddler's brain? No, 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 no. You read it wrong already. Who would win in a fight? A Navy SEAL with a toddler's brain or a toddler with a Navy SEAL's brain? Navy SEAL. So the toddler, with the toddler brain in the Navy SEAL's body, is this toddler brain aware that he's in a fight? Toddler? Does toddler know he's fighting? You're saying that it's a fight, or is, 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 are they just... Who would win in a fight, Bobby? Here, I don't want. I don't want to talk to Rich anymore. Are you in a ring? Are you in a ring, or is this a uh, like a feud? We're gonna put him in a factory of some sort, like a big uh, building, like that holds like uh, they could hold planes of some sort. So it's a a big terrain. Is this like a movie? (laughs) Yes. Oh, so there are weapons accessible? No. Well, like steel, like yeah, maybe metal, some metal you could hit with. I see. Um. Navy SEAL, toddler brain. Yeah. As long as that toddler brain knows that they're in a fight, that toddler's dead. I'm going with the toddler with the Navy SEAL's brain. Because they're going to be smart. Because they're going to be smart as shit and they can yeah, figure out. Yeah, but they're weak what... as fuck. What are they going to do? You're going to MacGyver that shit, buddy. I just watched my toddler get pushed by another toddler like 30 feet without putting up any resistance. It's <laughs> 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 like, stand up. And they couldn't. Because they're weak, because they're babies. But it has a Navy SEAL's brain. Yeah, but you ever seen a toddler freak out? So you got a Navy uh, SEAL yeah. fucking crazy, and then you put him in a toddler freak out situation? Anybody in five feet of that is dead. But the Navy True. SEAL with a toddler's brain would be the yeah. one freaking out and being crying. Like if somebody told that, toddler, how to that Navy back. SEAL that he needed to go to bed, could you imagine? Temper tantrum. <laughs> yeah, a temper tantrum, ver- a temper tantrum Navy SEAL versus a toddler. Toddler's dead. I disagree. It's like Maggie Simpson's going up against uh, Stewie Griffin. No, it's not. Okay, good point. It'd probably be like Maggie's. Let's just end it there, Ray. Uh, Here's the only would you rather in the would you rather segment. Would you rather be able to travel through time or travel through space? Space. Space is Time. time. It's the time space continuum. Time is space. Space is time. Uh, welcome. Thanks, Miss Bell. Yeah, no problem. Welcome, you fucking Tesseract. Stewart, it was Mrs. Stewart. You disrespectful fuck. Miss Bell's an English teacher. You idiot. You don't yeah, even it's... know who educated you because you weren't paying attention. Which is you never read dumb. the Wrinkle Through well, Time with Miss Bell. You fucking idiot. Book. That's not a science book. That's fiction. You fuck. You dumb bitch. You dumb, dumb, <laughs> dumb, dumb bitch. Dumb. You're, You're a dumb asshole. You're a dumb You're asshole. A fucking she's dumb asshole. Fucking... Space is time. She's a twinkle time or twat space. to fucking the Wrinkle in Ms. Time, Bell dude. Would shit and run out of the thing mcdonough was teaching you all the night all the good stuff all the fucking fancy stuff pay some no respect way, mcdonough you piece of shit who's mcdonough who's pay this goddamn respect fucking asshole space is time talk to einstein simplest minds of the week right after this are you stupid or something i'm as stupid as a stupid does i like the time travel If you can travel through space, you can travel through. You can go back in time. 
That's the whole that's the whole point. Space is time. <clears throat> I don't want to go on a spaceship though. I'll send you a YouTube. You can take your gummies and fall asleep. Thank you. It's <laughs> why we haven't seen aliens. Space is too big. Time is constrained. Takes too much time to travel. Shut the space. fuck up. Are you serious right now? Yeah. Is that part of this video you're going to send me? Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's the uh, uh, Faradu paradox? The fair, uh, Fermi. Fermi. Fermi paradox. Why haven't we seen aliens yet? It's all part of that shit. Brian well, Cox, astronomer Brian Cox is yeah. called the. Uh, and then you rock can watch star. a bunch of videos with all their theories as to why they haven't. Yeah, and then you can go watch the U.S. Navy SEALs see them in or on Earth. Yeah. You know what's really weird though? Your mom likes it when I go down on her furry me. Yeah, man. yeah right. <laughs> I knew, I knew it was going to end bad. I knew it was going to end poorly. Uh, so yeah. let's just let's just keep the ending bad, ending poorly, going. Actually, can we before we do the uh we already did the Megan Rapino. No, shit. she wants dudes in women's sports now. Yeah, you know, you don't have do you want to try and talk about that? Because I don't think you have I don't think you have it's been a long day. What is it? The skill or the steady hands to, to handle that conversation? <laughs> yes, pretty yeah. much. Take that from a uh intelligence standpoint and apply it to this. I don't think you can do it. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Can we talk about the news that uh Dan Snyder and Goodell were in cahoots. That was the other one I wanted to say. Releasing the emails to get uh, John Gruden uh, fired. John Gruden fired. Can you talk about that a little bit? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Richard. I didn't read it. I just saw the headline. Did you read it or did you just send the headline? I saw the headline too. I didn't read it. I was hoping someone was going to (laughs) expand. This has been the Sip Mind Sports Show, Friday Rewind, July 14th. Uh, we'll see you next time. Boom. Bye-bye. I send you things to read. I don't do the reading. I just see the headlines. And you read it. I'm sorry. ESPN, Roger. Can- it's, not, it's Bleacher Reports. I mean, it's smashed with fucking pop-ups. Roger Goodell, Dan Snyder, more accused of having Roland Gruden email leak. I'm just going to have to read this out loud. And multiple sources express believe that he has been Roger Goodell, a disgrace when Dan Snyder may have played a role in the email leak that led to John Gruden's firing. We knew that. According to blah, blah, blah. Well, ownership sources said league executives approved some of the leaks. League executives approved the leaks. How do you approve a leak? Can I read this to you? Sure. Four NFL owners anonymously said that they believe Goodell was involved in the email leak, while another ownership source said league executives approved some of the leaks. So the so the Redskins sent what they wanted to leak out to Goodell's camp, and then they're like, "Yeah, go for it." <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. That's not please a leak. do. Is that different because it's part of a union, though? How does that work? They're not part of a union. Coaches aren't part of a union. No, owners. I thought the owners were part of the union, no? No. They no, they're the establishment. They're the not union. in a union. Oh, sorry. They are the big boot. Sorry. Tamping on. down the union. NFL spokesman Brian McCarthy denied the accusation, saying neither the NFL nor the commissioner leaked Coach Gruden's uh, offensive emails. Sure. Leaked emails included, uh, yeah, we all know that. In addition to uh, 
That's it. That line was pretty much the mo- the biggest thing. It was a clickbait. We know Bobby Love. Oh, here, here's something. <clears throat> At the NFL qu- headquarters in Manhattan, Snyder's lawyers reportedly presented a slideshow that included, quote, a series of screenshots of potentially embarrassing emails and texts from top several top league executives okay now we're getting to something so basically snyder and his cronies went to the nfl league offices with a powerpoint saying don't make us sell the team because we have all this dirt on everybody and then gruden said or uh goodell said oh this is on gruden i don't give a fuck about gruden leak it i don't give a shit about that guy and you don't got enough dirt on any of the owners to give a fuck enough about because we have more dirt on you than you know what to do with. And the FBI has been calling for a year and a half. So go ahead, leak what you want to leak. Well, remember Snyder said he had pretty much uh, shit on uh, Jerry Jones. Who's the other yeah, big owner what? that he said Jerry he had? Jerry Jones is taking his yacht out in COVID with uh, uh, you know, a Bunch gaggle of hookers. Of hookers. Big fucking <laughs> deal. Robert Kraft is getting handies down in Jupiter, Florida. No shit, Dan. Dan Snyder, the FBI is looking for you for massive, massive corruption and massive, massive sexual assault from your team. We got the dirt on you, and so does everybody else. So sure, release your John Gruden shit. He can be the scapegoat for you in this PowerPoint presentation you took you took to NFL headquarters, you slimy, slimy fuck. By the way, that dude has still not sold the team yet. He's still hanging on. And they can't even yeah. use uh, Commanders anymore either, right? Starting uh, next season, I think they have to get another new name. Yeah, he only had like a two-year lease on it or whatever. Oh, no, someone already owned it. And they yeah, didn't realize it or something. Yeah, for like two years. Yeah, yeah so, he has to get, so next year they have to change the name again. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Good old Danny. Good old Danny. Well, Thanks. glad I read that, Ray. That's that's <clears throat> the uh, the approved leaks. From NFL headquarters is an interesting quote from there. And the fact that uh, Redskins officials went to NFL headquarters with a PowerPoint of blackmail, basically, against the league and their owners is... You're going to blackmail, do it right. Do it right. Do it with a PowerPoint right in front of their face. And then they called their bluff and John Gruden was the guy to get fucked out of all of it. There you go. You know what else, you know what else we haven't heard about? You know how you said John Gruden, um, Dan Snyder hasn't sold the team? Whatever, what's going on with Brett Favre? We should do a deep dive into that. Oh yeah. How has he? How has he not gone to jail yet for stealing all that money from the Mississippi welfare? Nobody gives stuff. a fuck about Mississippi. You can take whatever they you want from do them. Do not give a fuck about Mississippi. No, but still, it made national news, and then all of a sudden, it's like swept yeah. under. The and then rug. everybody realized that they didn't give a fuck about Mississippi. Mm. Yeah, he pled ignorance, and that was that. Yeah, I would have pleased. He's a skeezy C- fuck C- though, too, huh? CTE or something. Remember when he sexually uh, assault or did he sexually assault or sexually harassed that girl? Harassed. Was it harassed? harassed? In 2023, it'd probably be assault. You sent the picture of the dick pic. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just one dick pic. Seriously. Was it? It might have been more than one. Do you think Even she saved it? Two. We only saw one. Oh, we did? I didn't see it. Really? Mm. Sending that. You with should the, Google it. Sending that with the. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> with the Fermi paradox. <laughs> the Fermi. <laughs> It's a Furby. Furby paradox, yeah. <laughs> it's a paradox as to why you haven't seen that dick yet. Nice. Brett Favre's dick is the Furby paradox, and then I'll exactly. send you the other one about time and space. Which one Thank are you going to see first, the dick or the alien? I'm going to go with the dick. <laughs> For sure. If Rich is setting it, you said that before. Yeah, yeah. I'm 
by the way, I'm just going to send you a picture of my own dick. So I've <laughs> not seen that before. <laughs> At least send him two and make him pick which one is yours. Uh, now we're talking now sexual assault and it's on camera. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Damn it. See you in jail, Brett. Later, boys. Bye-bye. Whatever. What? Weak shit. Weak shit, Ray. You're fucking weak. What kind of fucking book are you reading? (laughs) Yeah, what kind of book is that? What the fuck? Why is my my shit sound so bad? Because you look bad. God, you're in such a fucking mood tonight. Are you suck at golf? What's your problem? No, it won. Thank you. It's fair. First time without the hat in a while. Oh, sorry. There we go. <laughs> now was now generally when you come from golf, you have shades on and some type of apparel, and um, you know, and and you got an attitude that is worth listening to. Well, now I'm better. What's up, baby? See, I'm... right away, right away. As soon as he looks like a douchebag, he is more tolerable. Now. I feel better now. Thank you. I needed that. He's more tolerable. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. A lot of uh, uh, playback I'm hearing in my ears from your uh, your end. Is there? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh... I mean, I only can hear myself once. I don't think you guys want to hear me twice echoing. You know, who's who's that echoing is not in your ear? Advisable. You like I can hear me talking through your computer. Oh, I see. I see. Did you get a haircut, Richard? You look very good. Um, maybe. Ooh, thank you. Usually, <laughs> usually I gotta pay for this. Hello. Hello. Oh, wow. Oh, look at that thing jiggle. Look at that. <laughs> I better? Yep, better. Thanks. Yeah, still not great. Sorry about that. No, no, no worries. Uh, what else is new? Bobby, new room? Yep. Same room as again. always, my friend. Same room. Oh, that's echoey. Fucking. Does that echoey on your end? I don't hear anything. Nope. Mm-mm. Well, fuck it. We're going to go with it. Uh, yep. What do you say we go with some opening takes uh, to start the show? We're running on a producer raise calendar here. In because email, Bobby was always... busy moving, so he couldn't do anything today. When yeah, the hell so... did I say I was busy moving? Now you're making shit up. You're moving rooms, weren't you? No, no. God damn it. <laughs> Trying to explain I mean, something to the two of you is literally like... <laughs> Hold on, this is gonna bug the shit out of me. Hold on, fucking things. Oh, he didn't plug the cordy cords in. Up, oh. rookie mistake. There it is. Here we go. He hasn't even read the email yet. He's gonna get really. I, I am excited to finally get an answer to my question, Raymond. No, <laughs> I can't wait. It's, it's like, fitting I, that you're I, the producer of the show since it's we've all been waiting. You'll get an answer. You'll get an answer tonight. Good. We'll see if that's we'll see if that's a little bit better. Um, 
Where were we? All right. So, Bobby, you were too busy today moving rooms. I was not too busy moving rooms. I can't. <laughs> this is bullshit. So what, what were you busy then? This is bullshit. Busy? Afternoons are busy. Get me in the morning and I can do it. Well, that before 6.30 and 7.30, of course. Well, that yeah, time frame, I mean, that's when I'm very shitting. busy. I know. Okay. <laughs> very busy. <laughs> the, it's the same every goddamn day. I could probably I multitask a little bit, but I generally just, w- w- by the time I'm sitting down, I'm at such a fever pitch of a dingleberry. It just, it, it, the, the prairie dogging, it just, it falls right out. The body knows. The body knows what the body needs. It's, it's very, right. Nice. You've only written time. these emails on the shitter, right? Yes. Uh, I was at the bar today writing this. Ah. Oh, wow. You threw this at me. You said, hey, you at golf? I said, yes. And then you said, hey, can you throw an email together? And I was drinking, writing this. I really enjoy uh, doing the emails because it makes me pay attention and learn some things about the sports world. And a lot of times I do do it at a bar for a uh, for a lunch meeting. Um, uh, today did not allow that. So I appreciate you going through. This is going to be terrible. Um, well, it's like a our- terrible news week. It's the worst it's, time of the year. It's the worst time in sports, yeah. which is my opening take. You son of a bitch, it was mine. Great segue, Rich. Well, you should have wrote the fucking email, Bobby. God damn it. (laughs)